Uh, Brendan, thank you so much for chatting with me. I really do appreciate it. The honor's mine. Thank you very much, Steve, for talking with me. Uh, honestly, it's my pleasure. The film is wonderful. It's such a touching and challenging film. I, I really thought that uh, Metal Detector was something special. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to have a look at it. It delves into the complexity, shall we say, of of the lives of, of the soldiers that we uh, that we see, but also, you know, trying to reclaim history. How did you come across the story? Well, my cousin is the executive producer. Her name is Amelia Hirsch. And she one night went to see her son's drumming teacher perform a one man show. His name is Mick Berry. He's an actor in San Francisco. And he she went to she didn't know what it was, but she went to see it. And it turns out it's a story of his father, who was on this B-17 in World War Two called Miss Pawnee was the name of the plane that crashed. And uh, he parachuted out of it and was a POW caught by the Nazis when his father landed and uh, rather when his father was liberated and came back to the United States, he hired a secretary and dictated everything he could remember to her just to sort of have it. For posterity and the document sat in a drawer for 50 years and then when mick discovered it uh he was an actor by this point and he turned it into this one-man show and when a amelia talked to mick afterwards in the lobby he said in a week i'm going to austria this guy named georg gave me a phone call and he's bringing all the children of the airmen that were on this plane to his living room to and to his town to meet all the townspeople. And so she, knowing that I'm a filmmaker, called me right away. And and my wife is a cinematographer. She was the DP of this. Her name is Emily Topper. And so she said she called me. She said, we need to send Emily with Mick to film this because this is incredible. And so she uh, so five days later, Emily was on an airplane and uh, yeah. then everything unfolded for her in front of the camera. And it was just this crazy story i talked to georg for a while georg is a lovely interesting introverted fascinating human being um, who's difficult to make a documentary about because he's so private you know um but he was driven by such a passion for these young men from 75 years ago that he never met that uh that it just this story immediately had a beating heart and i knew it you know, and and is it Georg? Am I pronouncing it right? Is it Georg? Yeah. It's a gentleman. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's fascinating because, you know, the film, you know, it's titled The Metal Detector. And you have this image of this elderly gentleman just piecing together history, literally one piece at a time. Yeah. Um, as well. And so we, we hear these stories of, you know, we, pardon the expression, we see films, I suppose, we see... We, we see these things brought to life, but here is history getting assembled in our hands right in yeah. front of us. Um, I was wondering from, for you, like, what's that like? What, it, you know, talking to these people and seeing these, these things, tactile, you know, bullets and casings and pieces of an engine um, yeah. that have fallen from the sky. What's that like to, to see that? It's totally fascinating because in Austria, uh, in his town, in these hills, the remnants of the war are just below the surface. Mm. And unlike they are here, there's a real contrast that became clear over the course of making the film and, and the, our attempts to tell it between the way that Austrians carry forward their, the darker parts of their history. There's a German word that I've learned over the course of making this film, which is uh, 
Erinnerungskultur, which I'm sure I just butchered, but means uh, culture of remembrance. Mm. And they, from, from young school age, Austrians and Germans are taught the atrocities of World War II so that they'll never happen again. And they, as a people, face the darkness in their history very purposefully, and even just on an individual level like Georg, because of how much twisted metal and blood is still in their soil, you know? Mm. Um, and it's really interesting and a little poignant when the Americans come um, that where they their fathers never talked about it. And so they just have no relationship to this intense beyond, you know, Hollywood. They have no relationship to this past, this very difficult, brutal conflict that happened that their fathers went through. Um, and the differences between the two cultures or the very gentle clashings between the two um, remain has remained a fascination for me ever since I started making the film. And, and, you know, that really is sort of the soul of the film, too, is you have these, it's not only just about, hey, remember what happened in history, you've got these, uh, you know, children and grandchildren piecing together their families. Yeah. In these wild ways, like, yes, it, right. That, it's like, true. And I'm sorry, to, but go, I just go. wanted to say one other thing about the thing you said uh, in your previous question and, and that too, this piecing together, all of them had, this is what's crazy. I have chills even thinking about it because all of them, when they went through the, the trip had a missing piece in their relationship with their father and it, it was buried in the soil with this airplane. All, none of them understood what their father had been through because not because their fathers had PTSD, they self-medicated, they were abusive, they were really difficult guys to be around after the war, kind of very understandably because they had no outlet, no way of seeking mental health help back then, you know? And so all of them came home with this piece of the puzzle th that was their father's sort of youth as it was taken from them and the, sort of the witnessing the the their father's loss of innocence shall we say and that was the thing that allowed them to sort of reconcile with their fathers in, in posthumously and re and reassemble and put back together as you were saying their 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 own relationships yeah it, i mean it's it's really interesting because they're bringing their story and their experiences into this without knowing their fathers yeah. And so, you know, there's there's a there's a line, I think it's near the end of the film, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I, I forget who it is, but somebody says, basically, we're all normal people. And that's sort of the thing that they get out of it, is that we're all just normal people. Yeah. And I, I mean, we see these, the these children who look back at their fathers and, and remember the hard things that they went through as kids. Mm -hmm. Now they're seeing it through a different lens. I, I was wondering, in your like what was that like and and what do you think about that this idea of we're all just normal people that it's yeah it's truly fascinating i think it's joey uh georg's wife mm -hmm. says that who is hilarious she's just hilarious and she's the spine of the whole the whole piece and she yeah she makes it clear that that i mean in a way the way you could think of it is that every we are just people but sometimes history calls on us to live through deeply extraordinary situations and sometimes those situations can erode the humanity we see in each other uh but we can't let it you know like even in the moments when history 
gets at is at its most interesting, which is a terrible time to ever live through. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, we have to remember that we are all people. We're all just normal people, as you say, just put, just trying to have our days. And, and sometimes history puts us on either side of really intense conflicts, and it can be really horrible. Yeah, I think there's, there's a, a point where somebody says that to think about your father being 23 and doing this, it's so hard to believe this idea. I know 23 year olds and to throw them into a scenario like <laughs> this is otherworldly. Yeah. Um, and yet again, you've, you, so you, you're honoring their service. This film very much honors their service while also sort of brings some healing and closure to, uh, to the families that dealt with things after the war. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a fascinating balance. Yeah, it re- yeah, the echoes what strikes what really strikes me is that the echoes of this and of any war as wars fill our headlines again today, the echoes of war are centuries long and generations long. I mean nowadays we talk about generational trauma, you know, but um the fact that uh Georg cared so much about these young men 75 years uh, across a 75 year span of time um and the all of these people were without knowing it still living out the trauma that are, their fathers had lived through um it and and now finally because Georg is somebody who decided oh why don't i just bring a bunch of strangers and put them in my living room and see what happens which no one ever does anymore you know mm-hmm. uh that that this magical um feeling of of healing and reconciliation kind of engulfed all of them it it really is remarkable uh it's a remarkable a story and and beautifully told so I, I really appreciate you sharing it with us thank you brendan so much for the time and uh, i wish you the best oh steve norton i really appreciate it i'm gonna um and i can't wait to see uh what's next i'll be looking out for your byline <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much have a great right. day thank you steve i appreciate it thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.